All right, welcome back to another episode of the show. Uh, this week we are looking at customer education, of course, and its role as a service team within a traditional product organization. Customer education is a growing force in modern businesses who are focused on increasing the lifetime value of customers while decreasing the cost associated with customer support, onboarding, and product adoption. As the role of customer education evolves into hybrid marketing or sales or customer success teams, our team here at Think Through is studying what's working in customer education. We're looking at the new tools and technologies being released and we're assembling insights from our own projects, our clients, or other market leaders who are changing the way brands deliver education experiences customers love. Hi. I'm Matt Tidwell. I'm the host of Customer Academy Playbook and the founder of Think Through, an agency helping companies out teach their competition and build training customers love. I invite you to join me on this journey each episode to see what's working in customer education, hear from market leaders on strategy and approaches, and connect with other professionals who are experimenting and exploring what it means to build training customers love. really for context, where I'm coming on this is that the customer education teams traditionally fall under a client success or customer success department. And just kind of as I'm at conferences and as I'm talking to other folks, you know, everybody's pretty much rolling up into success as a department. And again, I mean, that makes sense, right? Like by and large, the mission of customer education is helping clients get to value faster with products, helping them get results faster with products. And then also the skills and things like that that are associated, of course. But I am predicting a shift this year and into the next foreseeable future where I really think our customer education team, depending on the the makeup, the composition of our team members, I'm predicting that the customer education team will start to move into a more strategic kind of high value leveraged hybrid consulting or hybrid professional services model within SaaS or other product companies. And so the premise of the show, or at least this conversation today, this episode is that, you know, educational services are the new professional services. And so in this episode, I'm going to talk about why I think that is, how educational services, you know, those parallels, there's some direct relationships to what would be a hybrid consulting model. And then I'm going to talk about like, what are the things that we need to do as a team if we want to explore this? Like, if this sounds interesting, like, wait a minute, I've got this customer education team and we have this services team that's doing things for clients. How do I bring these, these worlds together? You know, there's a lot of, a lot of reason to do that. There's a lot of efficiencies in doing that. There's shared technology and shared resources in doing that. There's lots of automation possibilities bringing costs down, all sorts of things. So we're going to look at some strategies and some of the, you know, kind of the core steps that you'll need to take if implementing educational services in a hybrid kind of pro services model is something you're interested in. So let's jump in here. You know, I guess the background on the conversation was I was thinking about the fact of all the things on LinkedIn and all the chat GPT hype and all the things there, right? And I firmly believe that AI will absolutely, you know, completely changed the way that we work forever. And it has in other industries as well, right? But it is at a scale and at a proficiency now, which is pretty impressive. And it's finally, you know, coming into its own. But AI aside, you know, tactical pieces of work have been outsourced for years, right? And we've replaced things with technology and we automate things. And so that is just the reality of like becoming more efficient. 
you know, this year budgets are tighter than ever, I feel like, especially for training budgets and things like that, especially if you're not tying your program to revenue. At the same time, content, media, all the things that are, you know, the output of customer education activity are needed at a volume that's never really been seen before. You know, there's more content across more channels than than ever every second of the day, and it's it can be overwhelming. So we need to create a scale that we've never had to create before. Budgets are tighter than usual. And on top of that, technology in and of itself is being released at rates that make it difficult to keep up with if you're navigating tools and tech for your organization or your own product is you know, evolving at a rate that makes it difficult to keep up with. There's all sorts of challenges. But I think that these challenges really present a golden opportunity for us as customer education folks, customer education teams, to begin to outshine the traditional label of client success or customer support. And I think there's extreme value in being in customer success and customer support. Um, uh, I saw on LinkedIn a post about falling in love with support tickets. And I think that by doing that, it informs all the things that you need to really build, you know, some informed content development, curriculum development, skills, informing product evolution, iteration, all those things. So there is extreme value in being in customer support. I'm thinking about this not from a either or, I'm thinking about from a both and. So how do we expand the impact of customer education? And I think that's where not only are we in that success function, but we are expanding into new channels, new opportunities to take all the tools that we've got and maximize, you know, revenue and other things in the business for us. And so regardless of the automation that's in place at clients or regardless of the AI that they're using now or the new tool, or regardless of if they outsource, you know, teams still need experts that can solve problems. That's important. They need to be able to understand workflow, you know, high level operational strategies, how things move between departments or how systems talk to each other. They still need point solutions to solve a specific problem to get them to the next step in the workflow, you know, and they still need, you know, technology and resources that allow them to connect critical systems together, you know, because at the end of the day, clients are buying products and services to fit together to realize this, you know, new brand new world or bigger result than any one system is really providing, right? So they're still going to need those experts. They still need the understanding of workflows. They still need point solutions and they still need those integrations, right? If you think about that, if our clients still need that, regardless of the AI and the chat GPTs and all the other things, right? Historically, I would say that these services, you know, having an expert on call and things like that and all the custom integration work, those services have fallen typically to like an implementation team or a professional services team. And that's either billed by the hour or it's custom quoted. You know, it's more difficult to scale for sure because every single time you kind of max out that team's capacity, you got to build another team and you got to have more clients to solve that. So kind of difficult to scale. And so that problem right there, those services traditionally being in the pro services team, I think that is the opportunity where customer education teams can now start to bridge the gap between we're in customer support and we have these solutions teams, these pro-serve teams. And I think we can start to join forces in a new way. It's going to kind of require some, some different thinking. It's going to require a little bit of technology. It's going to require, you know, folks to get on board and at least try this idea. But it's going to allow us to bridge the gap and really in a way that 
drives customer success for sure, gets them the results they need with our products and services faster. But I think customer education is positioned in a way to provide scale that traditional consulting is not. And so I think there's some unique advantages here and nuance, obviously nuance in this for each team. So a practical example, right? So like, what, what am I talking about? Saying big words, things like that. So on a call this week, I had the opportunity, I was talking to a potential client and, you know, they were talking about the structure of their organization and what they were doing as a customer success team. And, you know, we got into the very, it's a very obvious thing, but we got into just discussing onboarding, like how they're onboarding folks and what that looks like. And, you know, they mentioned that, well, you know, we have a training team that does training and we have educational services team that kind of helps teach clients, you know, these things. And then there's a sub team that's just content. Like they had all these different departments and things, right? So needless to say, there's a larger educational services team and these little smaller units underneath, but they were stuck on a one-to-one onboarding to get clients and, and they have lots of clients. They were a very large company, very successful but they had a essentially a one-to-one 30-day implementation program. And then they had one-to-one quarterly things that they were doing. So they had a lot of one-to-one, like high-touch, high-client service approach. And they said, you know, there's just only so many of those that we can do, you know. And then once people roll out of that world, you know, they're not really on our radar. Like, it's difficult for us to stay in touch with them. And, you know, it might be a year or two years. And then it's like we see them at the conference and then, you know, we kind of re-engage everybody and all those things. But what happens there? Like we can't just burn out on like onboarding these new, forget our previous. And, you know, how do we, how do we make this happen? How do we blend it? Right. So, you know, we were talking about, you know, online curriculum and, and how they're doing those things and content development and all the stuff, but they definitely had the team to do those things. So it wasn't necessarily like we have difficulty making the widgets. It was really around, we're having difficulty navigating the model. And so we spent some time talking about this idea of a hybrid service model. And, you know, hybrid services, if we think about education and professional services, hybrid services then essentially involve three key components. First is you've got services. And that is a done for you sort of service, right? Like they are onboarding and setting up a platform for their customer and those sorts of things. Or it could be done with you, right? So, This week, I need your team to set up these things and find these things. And then we're going to sync back up on the call here in a few days. And we're going to do the next piece with you. And then we're going to sync back up and do the next piece with you, things like that. So it could be completely done, you know, white glove experience, or it could be done with you where the client's doing a lot of work, but there's a service component. The second piece is that there's a curriculum component or on-demand resource component. And I know that that sounds different, like, in instructional design, you're thinking curriculum, and that means a certain thing. And on-demand resources mean something else. But that idea of that library, that sort of self-service model, where I can get information without needing my consultant or needing my service person, and I can I can have an engaging experience in that. So services, curriculum, and then the last thing is community. And I'm I'm bringing that up not just because community is the trendy hip thing these days, but if you think about what that client said on the sales call or, or future client said on the sales call is, you know, after they roll out of this process, it might be a while, months, or even a year, and then we see them at the trade show, we see them at the conference, then we re-engage them and all those things. And so what that is, that's telling me that there's a community component. They're just not owning it. You know, they're they're renting that community while they're out at the trade show or that, you know, conference or whatever that is. 
And that's where folks are getting together. And so that's helping re-engage people back into the organization, back into the thing, ask those questions that they've forgotten about, talk about the workflow they're trying to set up, you know, and re-engage in some way. So it's, if there was a world where they could deliver services, they could provide curriculum and they could host community and actually foster that themselves, they could have a hybrid service model. I don't know about you, but to me, this sounds exactly like what most customer education teams are talking about these days. If you're on LinkedIn, if you're doing these, you know, if you're just kind of keeping up with things, how many people do you know that have like a, an onboarding or a 30 day, you know, ramp with clients or a proof of concept with clients where they're really setting things up and they're configuring things and they're showing them how different buttons and features work and they're, you know, connecting APIs and they're doing those sorts of things. All of those examples point me back to a hybrid service model. That's really what they're thinking about. So how do we transition to hybrid services? You know, what does it really take to bridge that gap? And that is probably a different question than what most customer education teams ask, right? So it, it, this is new for a lot of us, right? So what does it take to move from we are success function to we are a hybrid professional services function? So first, it takes a really clear understanding of the customer that we're serving. You know, not, not only just like, why are they buying our tool, but like what the problems that our solutions solve as a whole, we really need a, a full understanding of that. Not because we don't have that in customer education, but because we are going to get engaged earlier in the process potentially through sales and discovery and all that sort of stuff because we may be early in that onboarding, that on-ramp process, or even in those earlier conversations. And so our materials are going to be used for people that potentially haven't already purchased. They may be used for people that are just getting started. They may be used in other ways. And so rather than kind of a back-end success retention goal, we may have more of an acquisition goal, which means we need to really understand the problems that folks are trying to solve with us, right? And so we need to review the problems that are being solved. And we also need to look at any existing services team and say, how are they solving these problems? What's the playbook that's being used? How many meetings do we have? What's covered in those meetings? What's the agenda? How effective are they? You know, do we travel? You know, those sorts of things, like really get an understanding for how this problem is being solved and who that customer is that we're serving. That's step one. We need to know that singular customer and that focus and that problem. And then second, we need to do an audit. And we really need to say, how do our current educational products and services align to what the services team is doing? You know, are our programs primarily focused on product support? Do we have learning paths for particular industries or particular roles or particular user types? Is our educational content and programming, is it around, you know, product features and functionality or is it around frameworks and skills? And then how does that map back again? How does that map back to what our professional services team is doing? If they're jumping on a weekly demo, essentially, where they're like showing a client the next screen and the widgets, right? you can totally replace that, you know, with on-demand things. If they're talking about a framework or a workflow to get to a particular result, there's a good chance you can probably replace that as well with things that you already have. And so you can really start to look and say, oh, we have this, we have that, we have these things. We could actually reduce the overall, you know, time by these certain teams by delivering these things on online on-demand. And then third, the final thing we need to do is we need an operational plan to move from product education to 
also delivering any of those new components that are required to really excel at that services level. And so I'm thinking about, you know, what's the first seven, the first 30, the first 90, the first 100 days of a new client coming on board? You know, what challenges do they have? What does it take to solve those problems with curriculum? What type of community do they need in place to ask questions and have a forum and Q&As and things? And then what services do we deliver? You know, we need a fully operational plan. And so it's really going to be reimagining that service, but you're going to get all the efficiencies of on-demand content, digital communities, things like that, with the results of a done-for-you or done-with-you experience. And so bridging that gap can be really, really powerful. So as we wrap it up, this year, again, 2023 is going to present, I think, more opportunities than ever before for customer education. I think we firmly have established our place as an essential function within many organizations. And now we have the opportunity to expand our impact. So we can expand from client success to a service role. And I think that that really is a very logical next step for many teams, especially if you're listening to this, probably you're meeting your success goals and you're looking at, well, what else can we do? How else can we provide value? Second is the infrastructure for these hybrid services often lives in the education team anyway, right? So if your sales team is CRM driven, your customer success team has all the content libraries, has all the, you know, the meeting and the webinars and the facilitation resources. And so if you think about who's really equipped to do those services, customer education team can probably change that switch and flip that switch or, you know, change roles really, really quickly. And so I think the infrastructure already lives in customer education for many teams anyway. So again, and that infrastructure is used to deliver the three pieces of a hybrid service. And that is, you know, service either done for you with you, the curriculum and a community. Again, most LMSs already have a lot of this. And then if you think about how you can bridge that with your CRM, you can get some really interesting technology solutions there. So anyway, I really think hybrid services are not only the way. I think they're really going to be the way that customer education teams, you know, cement their place in the organization. And I think really one of the ways where if we're not monetizing curriculum and we're not monetizing training or certification, it's going to be one of the ways where customer education starts to really scale other revenue areas of the business in, in really unique ways. If implementing a hybrid service model sounds like something that you're interested in, right? If you're thinking we've got content, we've got curriculum, we've got our training team set up and things are there and like we're meeting our goals, but how do we expand our value? If exploring this hybrid service model and expanding this business impact is something that you're interested in, we actually have a new, a new program, a new product called Academy Accelerator. And that is literally designed to help customer education teams maximize their impact and help their organizations become a category of one in their market. And so we're having calls right now with clients. We have some early adopters into the program, but we're going to be kicking this thing off in March with new clients. And it is all about helping you develop that hybrid service model, all about the curriculum development, all about 
the alignment to professional services and all about the technology that you need to execute a strategy like this. So if you're at all interested, there's a link in the show notes and I can't wait to have those conversations and explore the future of customer education with your team. Anyway, that is all for today's episode. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you have any questions, let us know in the show notes. We are going to start answering questions live here on the episodes, and I'm really, really excited to start to bring guests and other things like that onto the show as well. So stay tuned. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you in the next one.